always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Yeah, I put out all the art, it's my only medicine. Yeah, everything I do, I'm just being genuine. Yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline. Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah. Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. I'm joined again by my buddy Rob. We're talking about car shit. <laughs> We're talking about the fact we own ancient vehicles and now we have nice newer ones. And we have giant trucks and we got mileage thucks. But, you know, yeah, my, uh, I got a Dodge Ram, we got a 2015 Ram. And the um, just in the past month, the heat shield, like, I know it's a heat shield too, it started mm. rattling. So I started up, I leave for work at like 4.30 in the morning, and I'll start it up on a, like, when it's like 20 degrees out, you know? Yeah. Real fuel temperature is like negative two, you know? And like, <laughs> I just want to sit there and warm my freaking car up. Instead, it's like, you hear this, like, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm like, oh, God, I'm looking at the kids. So, you know, I pull my, I drive down the street a little bit, you know? But it's, yeah. it's one of those things with like a big truck, I can just slide under it when the weather gets warmer and just, you know? Tack roll it or whatever, you know. Just reattach it. Yeah. Just reattach. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's because I know what it is. My um, I had a '92 Wrangler, and the heat shield went on that, and it sounded exactly the same. It's like a little bell underneath the car. That thing was good. I liked my Jeep, but I they had extensive electrical issues with that model oh, year. So okay. like, I had to change the starter out roughly every two years, <laughs> and yep. I got really good at it, where I could slide underneath and take you literally unplug something unscrew two long like foot long bolts yeah and then the starter starter just slides forward and down and drops you just reverse that you can switch it out in like 10 minutes it was know. a it was a 92 was it a yj oh know, yeah, 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 yeah 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 square headlights and oh yeah. yeah i think it was great i took the top off all the time my, my, my wife and i were dating we used to go on dates and i take her down <laughs> uh, i take the top off we drive around my buddy's wife actually she was due to give birth like within like two or three days and we went and did the uh grash it uh, not grash it oh wow i'm old not the Grashing Cruise, the um, Woodward Dream Cruise. We went out there, we took the top off, and she was in the back with my wife, and we were sitting up, uh, my buddy and I were sitting up front, we were driving around, she's bouncing around in the back of the thing, and she had the baby the next day. So I, I, credit, <laughs> I credit myself for assisting in that. Right, right. Um, yeah, I missed the uh, uh, the Woodward Dream Cruise this year. Mm-hmm. You, know, you would invite me to it, and I don't know what, I can't remember that far back. <laughs> you were. <I laughs> it wasn't even that long ago. I can't remember, like, I was doing was something. Anniversary. Was it? That's what the, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were going to go, and you're, yep. <laughs> you're like, really? And you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what we need to do is go to Autorama. Those of you that live in the Detroit area, um, they have Autoramas everywhere. But this was like the big uh, international like Detroit Autorama where it's like classic cars that are pristine. Like That's there's awesome. Not, there's, there's, like, there's, a lot of the cars, you'll have, they'll have a couple hundred cars down at Cobo Hall or whatever. Yeah. And they'll park the cars on giant mirrors and lift the cars are lifted up oh slightly so you can walk by. And not only can you see the beauty of the vehicle, you know, they'll have like a 57 pink Cadillac or something like that. It's a pristine condition. But because the car is lifted up, you can actually look at the mirror on the floor and see up and see the undercarriage and how perfect and amazing it looks. 
it's just fun from an engineering perspective, but also if it's from a car perspective, you know, it's fun. And they'll get they'll have like um, they always have a Batmobile there, and generally, you know, a Knight Rider car, and kids can take pictures in it. But I mean, I there's a picture of me at Autorama in 1982 sitting in the Knight Rider car, and that was when the show was just had just come out. Is it was, no, maybe in '84. Yeah, so it was a little older. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. Autorama is one of those things like. So the thing about living in Detroit, in the Metro Detroit area, there's so many classic cars here. There's a dude down the street that's got a, uh, it's got a Ford. I want to say it's from the early '50s, maybe, maybe, maybe okay, maybe late '50s, early '60s, and it's an odd teal and white. It's like the teal looks like it's chrome almost. It's like it's it's just like metallically. It, it's his daily driver. He that's drives it all different. over the place. I'm See, in the snow the other day. I'm like, what are you doing? I like so not maybe not the snow, but mm-hmm. I like I like people who have classic cars. And drive them because oh, yeah. I want a car. I of course I would want like some slight you know modernization to it to make it more. And I know that's probably sacrilege. Oh, I no, get it. it's comfortable. But you like a, make... they make uh, yeah. like um, Holly makes like the the fuel injection kits, so you know, and then you can yeah. you can get like a modern transmission with an overdrive, you know. But it, but you're not changing anything except like yeah. some of the because obviously the speed limit is not 55. Like it was, you know, exactly. you know, back in the back in the fifties, yeah. you know, and the, you're you're not driving on uh, on bias ply tires anymore and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that, you know. So, but I love that, you know. If you have it, that's what they were made for. Yes, there's always going to be there. Uh, I would hope there's always going to be examples of them that are that pristine. Oh yeah, yeah. Like at the auto, and I'm not saying drive those because no. you know when you're no, those don't putting they, a mirror under it. No, they never get driven. I'm they didn't. Totally yeah. Out, you know. They didn't put a mirror under but those things when they came from the factory. Too. Yeah, and yeah. The thing is, there's a basement floor at Kobo. It's about the size of the main floor, and down there you've got the the works in progress with some of the local guys. And yep. You'll see like like 1930s like roadsters and shit, mm. you know. And you'll hear them crank up every now and then, you know. But they'll also have those fun like pace cars from the 1950s, like a Corvette from the 60s, like a pace car, blah blah. That's awesome. There's a dude in Gross Point that's got a um, a pace car, an Indianapolis 500 pace car. Maybe it's a Grand Prix, one of the two. Um, but it's like it's a Corvette from like the 83 or 84. It's just yeah. neat looking. <laughs> yeah, it's just cool, you know. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's just a vet, but you, you know, the new vets, the modern Corvettes, look like freaking Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff. <laughs> a like Ferrari, that. they they, they, can, like a Ferrari. they compete with that stuff now. Yeah. I know our overseas listeners probably don't want to believe that, but look at the, <laughs> look at the uh, <laughs> yeah, look at the facts, you know. Beautiful, yeah. And they're not the they're not the poor man's Ferrari anymore. Dude, they're no, the they're, Ferrari Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah they're, they're pretty fantastic. <laughs> You don't have to be on a list to get one. I don't think, at least. But man, you, yeah, good luck uh, finding one for at cost. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a, um, there's a the the tech center, the GM tech center out in, uh, well, it's down the freeway a little bit from where I, uh, from my headquarters is, and mm-hmm. uh, you can go in there and they'll have like the model cars. They hand carve them. Oh, they're they're so carving cool. the crap out of wood and clay and whatever. Yeah. And they they're like they'll have a full sized model of the of the cars they're working on. They'll be pushing them down this hallway. That's under the building, and the hallway is like wide enough for you to drive two cars around on. Yeah. So these guys, you see, like four or five guys slowly rolling this chassis down into one room, you know, and this other room they're rolling out a chassis. It's like clay and wood, right. but it looks it looks like metal. You know, that's crazy. It's perfectly car. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. You know, I love Detroit. Yeah. Speaking of speed, so we were he just watched he just watched the Flash trailer. Oh yeah. yeah and that, yeah, that yeah. thing, like, if Ezra Miller wasn't such a asshole <laughs> i'd be more excited you know because he's so weird he's a cult leader he's blah blah, blah you yeah know. but that's been beside the point his his character his character you and know. the premise of this movie and the thing that's, that's yeah but the thing that sucks is that it's a dead universe 
So they're because they're not bringing back Cavill as Superman. Wonder Woman's not that. Uh, yeah. What's her name's not coming back as Wonder Woman. Um, um, I don't. I can't remember her name. Maybe, I can only remember that, everything else they about basically her. Every do, line. They have. <laughs> they, the executives came in, and the Snyderverse. They flushed it down the toilet. It doesn't wow. exist anymore. I didn't know that. Yeah. All of it. No. Even Aquaman. They're just, they're not. You're kidding me. No. All done. So, the problem is, is they're this movie's being hyped up. And it's about a universe that doesn't exist anymore. So nothing that happens in this movie is going to matter whatsoever. Uh, it has no play in nope, the timeline. Okay. At the end of this movie, it's just over. So huh. this is a pro- this is a problem I have with it. It's just like, yeah, Keaton in there yeah. as Batman. And it's the main draw of the movie is going to be him for sure. Like for I, sure. I could care less about Ezra Miller. <laughs> you know, like, but it's just like, why? You know, it's like they're, why would they even bother at this point like i mean i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna go see it I'm, I'm really glad that michael keaton's playing batman again i think it's fantastic you know but it's just like ezra miller like i could just give two shits you know it's just, it's his character was never really good flash right so he's a terrible barry allen and just the idea of it <laughs> he's just a bad barry allen and mm. just you know he the whole flashpoint idea behind the whole idea behind this movie is loosely play, loosely based on the flashpoint paradox where basically barry allen who's the flash goes back in time to save his mom who got murdered and whoever murdered her pinned it on his his dad his dad went to prison for it you know his dad didn't do it basically and it turns out it was eobard thawne the reverse flash who had gone back in time and killed flash's mom in order to create i don't know it's something weird that happened i forget what it was i mean it changes to some iterations it's not eobard thawne that did it but basically by going back and saving his mom he kills everybody. Really? Like, everybody's all these people die. And, like, but in this movie, the way they're setting it up is, like, because he went back in time, it changed everything. We're like, there's no Superman. Instead, it's Supergirl. And there was no metahuman renaissance. There's no, uh, there aren't any superhumans at all. And it's just kind of odd. Like, the, the way they have it set up is, like, him saving his mom. In the comic books, it did f- fuck up a lot of stuff. Like, badly. Like, like you know... Bruce Wayne wound up being the one that died in the alleyway, and what? Thomas Wayne, and Thomas Wayne, Bruce's dad, became Batman, and Bruce's mom became the Joker. What? Yeah, I know. Oh my god! But Bruce, because she was driven insane by Bruce's death, and Thomas, right. Thomas became you know he was a doctor. He was brutal though. He wasn't like the Batman we know. Like he killed people regularly all the time. He'd shoot, wow. him, shoot him in the head. He was just a, a vicious brute. He'd rip their faces apart. And she grabbed their jaw and snap it off. I mean, he was a monster. And because he was a doctor, he knew how to kill people well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, and the, the whole flat, and like, it was just Superman had been caught and kept in a cage by the government. And uh, so he was like waif thin. It didn't look like Superman. Like, he had no powers. He had never huh. seen other people. He'd been tested on forever. So it's just, it, it basically fucked it all up. But. I guess the premise of that is they kept him out of the sunlight uh-huh. so long to where he couldn't, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't have the, the cellular growth. Yeah, they kept him in a room. Uh, huh. With no radiation. A red, a red sun room, basically. Oh. Had, like, no, no, no. So in around a red sun, he loses his power. So right. Barry convinces Batman to break him out or whatever. And it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's huh. a fun story. I mean, the original premise of it, the Flashpoint comics were just kind of fun. It was a way of DC kind of resetting some things, too. Because when Barry went back, after, of course, he had fixed everything, you know, as we knew he would, like, some things are a little bit different. And there's no way for him to fix it. So DC had gone like, well, let's change this a little bit. Let's change that a little bit. And we'll just, we'll say this a flashpoint is the reason so we can like tweak some storylines we don't like. 
we can get rid of some characters we don't like or make we can make a male a female a female male or we can just push some people forward you know so they became a superhero in the 90s instead of in the 80s and we can change the costumes they did little tweaks like that and it's just like it's you know dc's infamous for that every like every now and then dc's hmm. like yeah everybody dead everybody dead hmm. and we start from scratch we have the new 52 so now there's 52 universes instead of you know all these other ones there's no earth 2 oh no earth 2 is back and they do this whole this thing where they, they basically reset everything like every 10 years or so to keep up with modern times i think so you know like in the DC universe, yeah, Batman did appear in the 40s or the 30s or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then the universe reset, and then he also appeared in the 50s, and he, then he also appeared in the 60s and the 70s. So there's all these different iterations, and they did, they're all official. They didn't, they're not saying they didn't exist. They just don't. They never happened in the modern universe. So, huh. yeah, this Flash, uh, this Flash movie, they're butchering. They're going to butcher the Flashpoint paradox story, but they're going to play. They're gonna they're gonna play it close enough to the way it was, where I think it might still be kind of fun. But they get two Ezra Millers. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. In the, I don't want to look at his face anyway because I hate the guy, and I'm just like ah. <laughs> and it's, I, I know I shouldn't separate. I should be able to separate the actor from the role, but he's just you know like he endangered you know allegedly I should say allegedly whatever I don't know he's, he went to jail whatever, but he endangered children. He mm-hmm. started a cult. Blah 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 blah. He did all these different things, and it's just like. <laughs> He's not a, in the movies. He's a bad <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. He's a terrible human being. Not I don't want to support him. Right. You know, by going to see this movie, but I'm going to go see it, you know, because I like Michael Keaton. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Well, Michael Keaton was big because he's one of the one of the first ones that I remember as a kid. Or, you know, like a, yeah. at that age where, like, hey, I'm not just watching this because it's, like, a, a based on a cartoon or something I've seen. I was actually... I want to see watching Mr. It. I want to see yeah. Mr. Mom punch Jack right. Nicholson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that guy from Multiplicity. I do this. remember like uh, Mr. Mom as well. <laughs> you know, I really do. And that was that. That's what is that? That's like that's early eighties or late seventies. Oh, early eighties. Yeah, early eighties. Multiplicity but, yeah. is where he got cloned. Remember that? Yeah, he, and he kept doing it. Kept <laughs> doing it to yeah. like yeah 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 yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So like yeah, when they I remember when they cast him and that everybody was just like, "Oh no!" He was like outraged. If there had been social media, it would have been all over the place. But then he did the role, and you're like, "Yeah, he pulled huh. it off." He this this way smaller guy than we've seen uh-huh. anyone ever play you know Batman before. Yeah, oh yeah. But when he donned the suit, and you and he's doing his thing, it was uh it was awesome. He looked great. Yeah. And then um, I do understand why uh, they did want to come out with a suit where you could turn your head. I do. <laughs> I, I get that. But it was he. It still worked, you know. And it had to been work for him to make that work. But oh, yeah, sure. And I think. Um, I want to say, did it say, is George Clooney coming back? I don't know. So I'm, I may differ from your opinion on this, but George Clooney, that was the universe that I was not fond of. The Clooney? Was yeah, Clooney, yeah, the, the, yeah. And honestly, Val, you know, like I liked, uh, I don't know, that was just a time frame where it's, where a lot of those movies seemed more comic than, oh, act, yeah. than oh, action. The Val Kilmer ones, yeah. with the bat nipples? Come on. Oh my god, man. It was Yeah, horrible. and I didn't like, uh, I honestly didn't like any of the uh, Robin portrayals either. So, um, I know. Crap on me for saying that stuff for all of those <laughs> listening that were, that that was your generation, but that was not no. my, I was I was just, uh, I didn't like it like that. You no, know, I didn't. I, no, I, I don't think anybody did. I mean, as far as like Bruce Wayne's, I mean, I thought Clooney played a really good Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. but not a good Batman. Right. Whereas 
Val Kilmer was a pretty good Batman, but a shitty Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then uh, Keaton was just pretty good. Keaton was an odd Bruce Wayne, but he, he played was. it well. Yes. And his yeah. Batman was great, you know. Yeah. But Tim Burton's view on how I mean, it was just comical. I love it. It was very. It looked like it was out of the comics, you know. It was, and it was absolutely. It was visually appealing. Oh, yeah. You know, there was, there was, it was fun. But like when I was that, I'm just gonna say in that time of my life, like I really didn't like uh, the Penguin. Like it was just a little gross. <laughs> you know, like Danny DeVito's <laughs> character as the Penguin was like again. He did a he did a, a fantastic oh, yeah. job playing it. Yeah. But I was just like. Ah. Not every villain you know, needs to be in the movies. Like that's with true. With, with, with the, like Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face and Jim yeah. Carrey as the Riddler, you're like, damn it, like that's not. Yeah, they're both great actors, and you know Tommy Lee Tommy Lee's Two Face was okay, but it was it was just like uh, it's too much. Jim Carrey was just Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's always Jim Carrey. Yeah, I know. It's just, now Jim Carrey's fucking brilliant yeah. at, at a lot of the shit that he does, but like. Uh, I don't know what to say after that. He's brilliant. A lot of I know. Like we just saw, like uh, it was playing at work, like in the just like on one of the freaking TVs. It was just uh, it was um, uh, the, the Truman Show. Oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you just forget about how many amazing movies and characters that this guy's been in. Yeah. But that's why he is who he is. Oh yeah. You know, but um, not as much of a fan of him playing. You know, like uh, uh. Those characters, I'll say, you know, but yeah, it's like when Robin Williams played a, um, was it, not thirty-five millimeter? Um, that was that weird movie. Um, he was a photo developer or whatever, and he was like a creeper or whatever, and like a. I don't know if I saw that he one. He was a. It basically was like a, a movie where he was basically a creepy a hole. Mm. Like he he developed the film uh, for people that you know like you'd go drop your film off for the kids out there. When you used to take pictures with 35 millimeter film with your camera, yeah. you would take like you'd have like you know 30 shots or whatever, or like 40 shots, and then uh, you'd have to go take the film to drop it off somewhere to have it developed and pick it up the next day or the day after, or ooh, in like an hour if you was like a top one photo. And um, <laughs> so these these you're basically giving all your photos to let somebody look at all your photos, every single if photo you, you took. <laughs> and some people had no shame. I'm sure they, <laughs> this they is didn't true. Yeah, yeah, you know, but most people did give a shit. So you know, it's just like you—it's it's very odd that one person or two people would be in this developer studio, you know, or this, yep. this building, just like looking at hundreds of photos from you know dozens of different people every single day, every day. So he became obsessed with some girl, I think, is what it was or something. But anyway, he's anytime you have a comedian play a creepy role, it's very strange, you know. Like Seth Rogen did that where he played a. Uh, a mall cop type of thing. Um, it wasn't Paul Blart mall cop, but it was something like that. And he was just weird. And mm. it was like he wasn't. It wasn't funny at all. He was right. just like disturbed because it was huh. a guy who was you knew as a comedian who was very funny, and you love the guy. And you know, like and then you watch him play a role where he's serious and kind of disturbed, and you're like, this is really fucked up. I don't like this at all. Right. It's really hit me in the wrong spot. I need my mom. You know, <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> I need an adult. You know. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, some of the characters they have they've had playing Batman just didn't really click, you know. But Keaton, for some reason, yeah, like, for me, he it did. was fine. Yeah. yeah, and it was pretty. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You know, like, and, and it helped <laughs> yeah. that he had Jack Nicholson to play off. <coughs> play off I know. There was a there's a show called The Actors Roundtable, and he was on there with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and a couple other people. And he's like, I remember Nichol- uh, Jack Nicholson coming up to me and saying, you know, kid. This is either gonna be really good, or we'll never get another job after this. 
<laughs> it was, you know, no, he said, you'll right. never get another draft after yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Nicholson. Yeah, 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 basically. He'd never give him a shiny and shit. He's That's fine, right. You know? But yeah, like, freaking, like, it'll be fun to see him in the bat suit again. Yeah. You know, and it's it's the classic bat suit where you can't turn your head. No, I know, you know I saw like, the that. whole body. Through. Yeah, I was like, yeah. that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, and, uh, like, I think that's the only movie, honestly, the only trailer I've seen in six months or more that I've actually given a shit about. Like, hmm. I've been so busy with work and stuff and, and, you know, this new house we have and all that and working on shit. That I just don't, I don't have spare time to do shit. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. my wife and I want to go out and see a movie. And it's just like, there's really nothing that's worth us trying to find a babysitter for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and no, that's I sad. get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, I mean, a lot of stuff has been coming out on, um, uh, like, HBO Max and shit like that. And it's weird because some of the movies that have been coming out, you know, they're just, they're, they're fine. Like, I don't need to go see that in theaters. I'll watch it on HBO Max. I got a 60-inch screen. I'll try to turn the lights off, and I'll get popcorn, and I'm perfectly happy to lay in my bed and watch it, you know? Like, yeah. That's dope. You know, and I'm wondering if, if we're getting that age, like, not just physically, but the age, you know, of humanity in general, that going to the theater is really not going to be a thing people do much longer, cause, you know, unless it's, like, once in a while for a special occasion, because I don't see any reason to do that. It's fun to see a movie with a big group of people sometimes yeah other times you just it's just kind of annoying <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors and or things we think are really cool this is it we're going in after zaxxon the most powerful force in space it's gonna try to blow us away close gotta stay low zaxxon the three-dimensional arcade sensation is now a home video sensation now to invade those enemy fighters and go face to face with zaxxon itself no one has ever gotten this far before attack play zaxxon on your ColecoVision, atari vcs or in television video game system wow. zaxxon it'll blow you away arthur and then the uh all of the new, like, uh, Netflix original movies, mm-hmm. HBO original movies, all of this stuff that's out there that goes directly to those, they're good. There's oh, a yeah. lot, especially a lot, of, a lot of the series are really good. And you're like, wow, that, that is well, definitely something of modern times. And if it's Netflix, you get to look at it. You yeah. go, this is great. And then they go, yeah, we canceled it. It's like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know you heard they're going to be, they're cracking down. Oh, for all of you guys out there, if you haven't heard. And I'm sure you have, because I told my wife, and she acted like I was the last person on the planet to know this. But the sharing of the passwords thing is coming to an end. Oh, I got rid of my Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I ditched it. Yeah. We hadn't, we, and honestly, we hadn't watched anything on each um, Netflix. And I really, like, it was like two or three months. Right. You know, okay. We'd go to watch Star Trek or whatever. Don't judge me. I'm putting Bacardi in my, my Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... We, uh, like, I, it had literally been, like, two months since I'd even turned the app on, on my mm. phone or on the TV, and I was, like, we just, we watched Star Trek, and once they pulled Trek off of there, and it wound up on Paramount Plus, I was, like, or on uh, Prime Video, I was, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, I have Prime, and I've got I HBO Prime. Max. Yep. And that's it. That's all, that's all she wrote. Like, in, I'm fine with that. Like, HBO has the Ghibli movies and shit, mm-hmm. and it's, they're, <laughs> that's cool. I mean, we love we love studio we love the anime shit. So you know, but I was just like, God damn it! Like, Netflix used to, Netflix used to be the king. Yeah, and now it's just it just well, that's that's the beauty of competition. Mm-hmm. Is like uh, Netflix ruled it because Netflix was the only one that uh, that had it. And with these others coming out there, it's like you either uh, step up or or step aside. And they've been uh, people have been stepping 
aside of them. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, yeah. yeah. We had Netflix so. when Kelly and I were dating. We used to get the DVDs mailed to us. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We've had that forever. And uh, it's just like now it's like, oh, man, I got that all over me. Um, it's just now it's just like, you know, like, we were kind of grandfathered in for a while with the cost. So mm-hmm. it was like super cheap. And then they, they jacked it up a little more, a little more. Yeah. And you're just like, eh, it's not worth it. I mean, like Disney Plus, they get the Star Wars stuff on there, so I like yeah. that. That's the only reason we had the Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm, 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 I keep waiting for more stuff to come out. Mm-hmm. But like until I see something, you know, in the uh, in the Star Wars universe is coming out, I'm usually not going back into it. Like I can't wait for the next Mandalorian to come out. Oh my god! I know that's that's me, but I love that's so good they, they, the that... mix of like the old West that they yes. that they did with that. Oh, yeah. You know, um, that doesn't mean that I loved every episode mm-hmm. you know there was a couple that were just like what are we this is like a filler episode you I know i still love the ones with gina yeah because she was yeah her character was yeah. great she but she was like the she was like the scary tough girl we were like oh my god you're really hot but you scared the shit out of me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like know? i did want i don't know what i wanted but i wanted a little bit better explanation or better utilization of boba fett's armor you know i know the guy was using it yeah out there and it and it uh and you know that obviously his armor was stripped from him but it didn't really match the story of kind of like how uh, of Boba Fett, you know, when they came out. Not yeah, when when they came out with the actual Boba Fett side of it, you know, which they have control over that. They they oh, freaking yeah. own the shit. So why didn't I don't know. No, I, again, I'm not littered enough in the in the movies to uh, or have enough of imagination to be the one to be like, well, this is exactly what they should have done. But uh, yeah, they, I just kind of, I just thought it was a little bit of a miss. That doesn't mean that I don't like seeing Boba Fett armor. Oh yeah, well, the Bo- it's <laughs> funny because the, the Boba Fett series was yeah. too slow and just yes. disjointed for me. It, it was, was still it was good slow. parts, but yeah, the best part of it was the Mandalorian episodes. I was like, oh, oh, this is great. This is mm-hmm. like mess is awesome. Nothing, baby. I know, Skywalker. Man. And then, um, and then, and then they went back to Boba Fett, and I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like at, at yeah, first yeah. I was tolerating it. I'm like, this is okay, whatever. It's cool. It's Star Wars, whatever. I'll watch it. You know, it's and then like yeah. they did that, and it was it got like it was like mediocre, like the Boba Fett mm-hmm. was mediocre, and then it was like Mandalorian, awesome, good. Oh my god, yes. solid gold, and then it was mediocre again. You're like, yeah. wow, it made really made you realize how bad Boba Fett was compared to the Mandalorian, right? You're yeah. like, wow, oh. Oh, even the writing. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> and you kind of got in the Mandalorian that the, mm-hmm. that the, the, there's a little bit of cultish stuff going mm-hmm. on with his uh, with the, the Mandalorians that are underground. Oh yeah, yeah. The, but the, you really didn't see it that much until like later on in the episodes. You're like, wait a minute, maybe you shouldn't be part of yeah, right, these yeah. guys. You know, like well, it's just that when they don't just, drink that Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just, they kind of describe that cult aspect to it because I mean, most of the Mandalorians, you know, they they at, by the before that happened, like before the Empire came out, took mm-hmm. over. They had given up the ways of the Mandalore and become just normal. Oh, That's I didn't know that. They could see a Coruscant or whatever. But these, there were some some of the Mandalorians wanted to keep the warlike ways, so they actually relocated to one of the moons. Okay. And different colonies and stuff like that. And then the Empire came in took and destroyed over, Mandalore. Destroyed Mandalore. Yeah. They made it a wasteland, all this shit. And uh, they took all the Beskar, mm-hmm. all this shit. So like then you now you've got like. Um, the zealots are, are the out. zealots. Yeah, yes. there's one little cult of zealots that survived. And yeah. you've got these, these other or the scattered, scattered people here and there. Yeah. Um. So I have a feeling this next season is going to wind up being them like bringing everybody back together, or whatever, like the dark saber and shit. Mm-hmm. So, because like the 
one of the man as, as much as the Mandalorians fought against the Jedi, yeah, which is the reason they have that Beskar armor because it can you know repel lightsabers, right? You know, flamethrowers you can't block a flamethrower with a lightsaber, shit yep. like that. So certain their battles thousands of years in the past against Jedi helped hone them into the right. warriors they are today. So the reason they have a lot of that stuff like jetpacks, right, and things like that is to be able to fight a Jedi and win. Um, which is why why their weapons are the way they are, and then. Uh, then you have this one Mandalorian that actually was a Jedi. I didn't know that. That and he's the one that created the dark saber. That's uh, where the dark saber exists. Uh, so full it's, circle. It's, yeah, so it's yeah, pretty yeah, dope. Yeah. So I, I love that storyline. I think it'll be a fun show. I'm looking forward to that probably yeah. more than anything else out there right now. I mean, yeah. The last time I got interested in a series that was coming out, like they re- were re-releasing the old Mask cartoon on one of the <laughs> on HBO or something <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, Mask, I remember that. I also it remember that. The one from the 80s where they mm-hmm. had different masks and had different powers and cars mm-hmm. that transformed. I thought that was dope. You know, Everyone did. Oh, yeah. Because we were little kids mm-hmm. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah this 80s nostalgia is like... It's going, coming back so hard. It's, yeah, it's still it's, pretty strong. I but, like it, but I'm like, it's, you know, like my son, you know, like he... I got him listening. Well, that's it's not 80s, but like I... Um, out of nowhere, my son likes Nirvana. You know, I got, and it was off of one video game where he heard Heart Shaped Box. It yep. was the one where that takes place, like, uh, I can't remember the video game, but it's like you you have these powers, but you're, you're in, like, um, of all places, uh, uh, you're in Seattle, Washington, <laughs> you know? Oh, God. So he hears Heart Shaped Box, and I'm like, bro, that's the tip of the iceberg. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's like that. Yeah, yeah. She's got, she wears one of my wife's old Nirvana t shirts mm-hmm. now. She likes it. Yeah, I look at her playlist sometimes. I gave her access to my YouTube uh, music, and I let her create her own little playlist down there. And I'll look through it, and a lot of times it's really weird stuff. Yeah. Video game music, but, you know, a lot. It's, it's all, there's Nirvana on there. There's, yeah. uh, I swear to God, I saw, I saw a Hootie the Blowfish song. I was like, what's that? You're kidding oh. me. I was like, really? <laughs> you like King Darius Hootie? Rucker. You like King Hootie? <laughs> you know, she's like, no, I hit, hit like by mistake. I'm like, oh. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I was like, you Nobody hits like by mistake. Yeah, well, you, you like time. It's okay. It's an okay song. It's a good. You know, the Dolphins made me cry. So, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He's like, she's like, I don't get that line. I'm like, it's, it's a football thing. <laughs> you know. But yeah, yeah. that, uh, yeah, that, so I mean, I don't know, like, I'm looking forward to that Flash movie, but only yeah. because of Michael Keaton. <laughs> like, yeah. And to see what they do with the storyline. I'm kind of curious. You know, like, I think that's pretty much it. There's no other. They released a poster, apparently, and I don't even—I haven't looked into it at all. Um, but uh, this guy I follow on uh, Twitter and and, and YouTube, it's, called, it, it's a Gundam. Um, he both he, and uh, this other guy, uh, Nerd Roddick, who's uh, he's very funny. He just he rips stuff apart. You you watch him, he's like, he's like, yeah, let me tell you about Lord of the Rings, or the the, the rings uh, rings of power. He just rips. Right. You're like, oh oh yeah, it's brutal, but. Um, <laughs> They had a poster, and it's the Marvels. It's the Captain Marvel from the Marvel Universe. You know, the one that has the Korea that has these powers, but it's a it's a girl this time instead of the Captain Marvel that the blonde haired dude from the eighties. Right. Um, and then they've got the Captain Marvel teenager that can change shape. Hmm. But in the movie, they made it so it's a it's magical things in the comic book she can actually change shape like mr fantastic like make her okay. fist big and she can grow to giant size or whatever hmm. in the movie i guess they just made it so it's like technology like a, like some kind of bracelet and then uh they've also got the captain marvel monica rambeau from the wanda 
uh, WandaVision series, who was a, who was a Captain Marvel in the eighties, but she had different powers, and so it's, that's their next movie. Really, they're gonna do is those three women, and it's like who huh. are they? Who are they making these movies for? I don't know. Because no one that I know wants to see that fucking movie. <laughs> no one's clamoring for that fucking movie with these three assholes that people barely enjoy. Like, you're right. making movies for, like, 2% of the population that like it on, on Twitter. You know, like, because they're not the ones that are going to go see that fucking movie in the theater. The but people, that's... It doesn't make sense to me. What you just said, you know, if it's popular on Twitter, this is where the this is where these are where their metrics are coming yep. from now. This is where you know they're doing their essentially their polling. Yeah, and well, it's, the vir- I think they're virtual virtual yeah. signaling too. They're like, you know, strong women, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I have yeah. two daughters. I'm yeah, all yeah. born for strong women. Right. I'm not for you basing that, basing an entire movie and wasting a billion dollars yeah. on, because you're basically running your IPs into the fucking ground. Right. Trying to virtue signal. People don't give a shit if they're strong women or strong men. They want a good story. Exactly. And I cannot imagine that a story based on you know two fail well, a failed series, mm-hmm. which was the Kamala uh, Khan Captain Marvel, the, cha- the shape changing one, who had like multiple comics that came out and they were all canceled after so many issues because they the, the sales were horrible. Um, the Brie Larson Captain Marvel who was just not interesting. I mean, right. you know, it was a fun movie, but it was, wasn't really interesting. And she, like, viciously attacked the fans, I guess. You know, I haven't really watched too many of her interviews. Really? And then, yeah. And then the other the one, one. The latest one. The blonde-haired really? one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the other one, Monica Rambeau, who's, like, the most interesting, I think, of all of them, because she was a cop. Right. Or whatever, a special agent, whatever. They changed it a little bit. And um, so she has energy manipulation powers. And, right. Uh, it's just, like, like... Oh, <laughs> but Monica Rambeau is a fun character. I love her. I love the actress that played her. She's gorgeous. Right, but the Brie Larson, like you're saying, has no personality. No. Yeah, it's she very, very kind of It's dry. Weird. Yeah, I don't really get it. I don't know what they're trying to do with that. It does not make a lick of sense to me. Mm-mm. It was like the... I realized that, like, you know, the guys that played the Avengers stuff, like, they're, they've moved on from the role. Some of them, like, they got the Thor... They took Thor from a really badass, fun character and made him really dumb. Yeah. And, then, and Ragnarok was like... Or the not Ragnarok with Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, yeah. He was a moron, and yeah. he's, it's like the character is not like that. in the comics. He's very powerful, very intelligent. Right. He, he's a bit of a meathead sometimes, but he's not an idiot. He, he's definitely not played for comic relief. Like yeah. when Thor arrives on the scene, it's like epic, and he's a he's like a leader. People look to him. Right. He's a powerhouse, and he's fucking godly like because he's a fucking god. And in the Marvel movies, he's like your dopey college buddy who is a meathead who loved, you know, wrestling and wrestling moves on people. But they take it from – they start him out in some of these movies like mm-hmm. Thor where he's where he's like that. He's the, the dopey guy. He, does, he has, doesn't have a care in the world. He just yeah. does his own thing. And then by the end of the movie, they're trying to transition this guy. But yeah. then they start him over again mm-hmm. in the same way he was so they can show his growth or something. At the end of some of these movies, you're like, okay, he's getting it. He's going to be – you know he's gonna take over for, for Odin. Odin. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's you know he's the one who's like gonna uh, like be fighting the the actual rat and the rat. Yeah, and then the, the end. next movie comes. And then out. the next fucking movie, yeah, he's, just he's right like, back to it again. He's making, you know, he's, making he's got a beer belly, and, and he's like, yeah, yeah exactly. He's yeah. freaking playing with his stinky friends on the. It's really strange. It's, it's like how you, he can't keep progressing like that. Well, yeah. a lot of it has to do with the people that are making the decisions. They can't. You can't have a strong male lead. In just about any of the Marvel movies anymore. Like, for some reason, I'm watching this, and I'm like, why are you not doing that? Like, 
you know, I could care less if it's a strong female or a strong male lead, but there's no reason to take the male leads that are traditionally strong and just make them look like fucking morons. Mm-hmm. And then they have, <clears throat> you know, they, it's kind of shitty the way they do it to some of the, the female characters, too, because then they they make them, like, the center of attention and, like, make them, you know, the, the people that are going to save the day, but there's, they haven't earned that. So it makes it mm-hmm. look like you're hand, like they have to be handed that to them, you know, right. instead of, like, earning it themselves, which they're perfectly capable of doing. You know, like like some of the female characters in the Marvel series and the Marvel comics are awesome and completely capable of holding their own in a movie and like you know whatever because they have like pedigree for it and they're written well and like the storyline warrants them being leaders. Right. Whereas in these movies and stuff, they're just like, oh, she's got powers, so she's going to be a leader. Yeah. And it's like that's not why that character was cool. It wasn't because she had powers. Right. It's because she had leadership. She had a history in the CIA. She was in Shield. Yeah. She's super intelligent, and now she's got powers, and she so she can put it all together, sort of thing. It's just, right. It's really dumb, but they, you can't. It's like it's like they make it so you can't, uh, you can't have a strong, a strong male lead anymore. It's very weird that they've done that, and they've, whether they like it or not, they're watch the people that watch their movies are. <laughs> old dudes yeah you know they're, they're men that watch these movies and so they make these movies and if they lose money they they'll lash out at the fans about it you know or just say you know well it's online troll it's, it's an online trolls and they're pushing against it that's where the movie's failing is because people go it's like no they're failing because you're you're making bad movies you know you're making poor choices in, in regard to scripting you're making poor choices as far as like leads and you're making virtual virtue signaling choices in the um, the storylines that to everybody else out in the world, right? They look at it and they go, "That's dumb." <clears throat> yeah. But in your little world of Twitter and little popularity contests that you have in social media, like you're getting positive reviews from people that aren't going to go see your fucking movie anyway. You know, they're like, hey, "You did a great job, yeah, power, yeah, all right, that's awesome." And then like they're they're not going to go see your movie. You know, the ones that are give you, they're going to make you a billion, two billion, three billion dollars, you know, are the dudes that are read the, reading the comics right now. Right. <laughs> you know. And they're the like, ones who are standing in line. Mm-hmm. At least they were, you know, like, uh, I remember the lines for, you know, uh, uh, the new iteration of the Star Wars when they first came out. I was oh, one yeah. of the ones, stand, you know, standing in line to yeah. see them. And it was because they had that fan base and they knew these characters and they wanted to see these storylines. They and didn't they, want a completely separate or different storyline that's that's similar nope but you know they they wanted to know like what they wanted to see then they you know the progression of their characters then they turned luke skywalker from a leader and a hero into a uh a failure of an old man who's a hermit and who can't control his powers and then uh shunned his powers shunned his powers then you got they turned han so they killed han solo right away damn yeah and they made a movie where the three characters that you wanted to see together on the screen at the same time meet again Never meet again. Right. Han and Luke never met. They never no. Han and Leia and Luke weren't together. Nope. It's like and, you know, it's like, and she, so like and Chewie comes in and Luke's like, "Where's Han?" Because Luke didn't even feel Han, his best friend die. Yeah. It's dumb. It was bad. It was very poorly written. Yeah. It was not very good. And it's choices like that that have fucking a lot of us are jaded now. We just yeah. As fun as the movies are, like I love me a good Star Wars movie. I love a good Trek movie. Right. But the oh god, the choices like. Flipping, flipping sci-fi genres, you've got Picard. Have you watched Star Trek Picard at all? I have not, but Felicia loves <laughs> the uh, loves that, so she, mm. we're going to see it, but I haven't seen the new one. Yeah, she I likes, think... I mean, that was her, uh, that's the only Star Star Trek yeah. that she likes. 
is um, with next gen. Is with uh, Jean Luc. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The um, this what they've done with his like this like the swearing in it. Like the way they've done it with his character, they made him kind of a, a befuddled old man who's kind of confused and has no friends from the old days and shit. Like really, it's very strange. Yeah, it's he was the star a Starfleet admiral even in like the they made the him recent history. They made it so he's yeah he's he was not, most loved character even, in all of yeah. Well, the, and the thing is like you watch the series and he doesn't even appear to be like the lead in the th- in the series like he's always other characters there's some episodes where he's barely in them okay and it's very odd like hmm. this next series is going to have all the next gen well a bunch of the next gen people in it and instead of Worf, who's like this great warrior you know all that and then the, you know the prime timeline he goes off becomes it becomes an ambassador for the Klingon and now he's a pacifist you're they made well, Worf a pacifist who doesn't fight anymore no. and you're just like what the frick is going on you're just like you wonder what are the- you serious yeah, no, yeah yeah and it's just like and it's just oh. like they have a they have characters in the the last season of Picard where you watch it and you're like, why is this going on? Like why like right. what the fuck is happening right now? You know where's they had so Picard and and Picard and Data apparently are bestest friends and Data looks at Picard as his bestest friend even though throughout the seven years of the fucking series of Next Generation and all the movies. George LaForge is his best friend. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now it's Picard. They have the deep connection, not Jordy and him. Jordy's not even mentioned. You know, so you're just like, come on, dude. You've like, got to be kidding me. No, nah, it's the writing. Again, it has to do with the writing choices. So I'm not going to see this now. I, well, you know. I, I, <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I'm going to watch it. My wife can watch it on her own. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it. But, I mean, yeah. the best, and as much as I love all the Trek series, they're kind of fun to watch. Voyagers are great and all this stuff. DS9 with Avery Brooks as the lead as Cisco was the best series, and people will, will shit on me about that, but the writing of it was so fucking good. Hmm. You know, there were some really deep, deep episodes of, of DS9, and the storylines, the story, the character arcs. You know, as with any series, like the first season of Next Generation, it was shitty. There's no way around it. You watch the episodes, and you're like, what are you doing? Oh my God. You know, like, the, I mean, the, the, graphics were good i mean the this but the storylines were recycled stories from the original trek a lot of times and, yeah you know the acting was like subpar but they were they were finding their feet and the same thing with, with ds9 and you know voyager was one of the few that really wasn't too bad like that they kind of found their footing pretty quick right but like ds9 like by the second season you start getting into like the, you know third season the, the dominion war and it's just like you see like epic space battles with like hundreds of ships and there's yeah like death and there's like deep storylines about politics and religion and it's a fun series to watch, you know, and that's a movie that never happens. We so never, we can never, never get a DS9 movie. Why? Know? And you may or may not this. So I want to go switch like uh, gears a little bit yeah. and uh, something that I would have really liked to see. And I know, uh, and I'm, I'm going to talk about the Blade Runner universe, mm-hmm. you know, for a minute. Like mm-hmm. they talk about like all of the off planet wars and the colonization yeah. and the reason for having these things. Why haven't we seen something Anything, that shows yeah. that I get What's going on? Because I love like uh, Blade Runner. Oh yeah, you know, no, like, my wife and I love. I will so watch much. the original. Yeah, yeah, I will watch the. I will listen in my truck. I, I will listen the, to the twenty forty nine soundtrack and I'll listen to the original. I get the soundtrack from yeah. the original on, on translucent red vinyl. <laughs> so yeah, it's beautiful. It's awesome, looking, and it's one of my favorite records. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, we love we love Blade Runner. We but, watch it at least once a month. Yeah, but. you have these. You it's, it's like it. It's like a give me in my in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, like let's see why these guys came back to earth why you know let's let's look at 
the from the clone side, not the oh, clone, yeah. but you the, know what the, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. yeah, yeah, they you know Ridley Scott came out and said that the Blade Runner and the Alien universe are one. Right. He did? Yes. For aliens? Yes. That's fucking awesome. He came out yeah. to that, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. You, I mean, you only really see a small sliver of Blade Runner universe. Yeah. You have two movies, and that's it. And then you have Prometheus, which is kind of also in the in the aliens yeah, 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 thing, yeah. so that's kind of be so, like, close to it. Yeah. It's interesting. The, Prometheus, yeah. the second Prometheus movie was kind of, eh. You know, they're, they're talking about making a third one. And, and the thing is, is like, uh, Ridley Scott's one of those directors that, like, he made a really good movie, and then, like... Like Alien, and then he right. made a really like, amazing movie in Aliens. In Alien yes, Two. Aliens was, and then it was like, amazing. yeah, you know, you're like, whoa. But there's so much more to Decker. What made oh, him yeah. who he was at the end? You know, like you know, or and again, um, uh, with Roy, mm-hmm. his you're talking about one of the most brilliant. Of like that generation oh, of B. Nexus, oh, yeah, 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 the Nexus. Y- exactly, Nexus he was he was the epitome of what they were making, you know, so that he could be mm-hmm. that uh, that soldier, you know. And it's like the it's all it's all right there, yeah. it, which which he wrote uh, apparently, you know, like in tears, you know, tears yeah. in the rain, where yeah, he's yeah, talking yeah. about, uh, you know, like he talks about, yeah, I've seen this, you know, so, yeah, you yeah, know, like I've seen sea beams, yeah. you know, glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate, which and is a real then, thing, then you know. What the hell the Tannhauser? It's real Gate? though. Yeah, what's the Tannhauser uh, Gate? You know, like you know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and that's the thing. It's like yeah. a warp gate or something. Yeah, it's it's so just it's, amazing. Like I've seen attack ships on fire. Yeah, off the shoals of Orion. You know, it's just fucking amazing. You know, yeah, you watch. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I know. They they could they could go into that more. It's like. But I guess from their perspective, too, if you think about it, like, who would really... Like, the Blade Runner, neither one of the movies did well in theaters. Which I don't understand, man. Because it's made Harrison Ford, kind of dystopian type, you know, like, uh, I don't know, futuristic. Well, it's like the second movie kind of proved, like, like, well, like, the first movie became a cult classic because people people realized how good it was. Yeah. And the people that loved that cult classic movie went and saw 2049 in theaters, but there's just not that much of a fan base. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like, yeah. if they made a movie about huh. that, yeah. I don't think a lot of people would go see it. I'd like to see a series on it. That'd be fun. Yeah. But the thing is now, like, like the series they make for, like, HBO Max and, and Netflix and stuff like that, they cost just as much as the movie does. There's more. a Blade Runner series? Man, I'm not paying. They, no, no, no. I don't there pay isn't. attention. There oh, isn't, okay. There isn't. But they, if they did, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's like, I think the reason behind it has to do with money more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's plenty of books out there. You know, like, there's a whole series that Shatner wrote called Tech War. Hmm. Tech War is old school. Um, it's just like you know, it's I don't remember. It's like the Man Kazin War series. Like there's like you know, it's like twenty freaking books, and I remember nothing about. Them. Like, I read them like you know, like thirty years ago or some shit. And Tech War was really big for a hot minute, you know. And then it's just like it just kind of petered out. And it's just like they could make a movie on it, and there'd be yeah. people that would go see it, but not enough people. Not would enough see people. It. Not nowadays when everything costs a billion dollars. Uh-huh. You know, there's nothing. You know. There's nothing that doesn't cost. I get it. One of my buddies. But it's like work. I just was like I, that's been rolling around in my brain for a while. Uh-huh. I was like, where? Like it just felt like because it's maybe it's just me because I like the movie so much. Yeah, I think that's you know, part of it. And yeah. I I can watch it. Like I swear to God, that it's like the the original. You know, Blade Runner could have been made yesterday, in my opinion. You know, like yeah. that's how good I feel it is. You yeah, know? The, like the. Just the, the the way it was written, that kind of like film noir kind of look to yeah oh yeah you know you look at it it's just it's pretty spectacular yeah you know but then like I don't know there's I had somebody ask me recently somebody somebody tweeted at me what was it because I posted a picture of I found a Babylon five Babylon five coffee mug right <laughs> and uh, they were like why do we never get a Babylon five a new series or whatever I'm like because it really wasn't 
it wasn't that good. Like yeah. you know, like it's a it's a cult classic series. I mean, there's people that love Space 1999. Yeah. But you know, like there there's not enough people to warrant making a sh- a new show out of it or a movie out of it because gotcha. nobody would go see it. And it's the same thing I think with that too. I think there's a there's a strong following for Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. You know, just it, not that strong. It's like well, Next Gen's the same way though. Like with Picard, like you know, they sh- they sh- took their shot and they fucked up. Okay. And after that, people started tuning out, and now people are watching it just because. It's Patrick Stewart, and they love Captain Picard. Right. But they're watching it, and they get disappointed. You know? Oh, okay. And then that drives them away, so they're waiting to see it until it all comes out. So just, you're seeing the viewership kind of dip a little bit, you know? And I don't know. It's just, it's, I think they're placing too much faith in a lot of these writers that did, you know, like the guys that did Lost. Oh, man, yeah, they're freaking spectacular. Let's have him do Star Wars. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. Oh, shit. You know, but we dumped so much money into it, we can't. Let's hype it up. Let's hype, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like like with Star Wars, and or the newer Star Wars movies, and with Picard, there's a grain in there of really good story writing. Mm-hmm. There's something there that's spectacular and a lot of fun. You know, that, that one movie, he had the broomstick kid at the end. Like, he, he the, the slave kid, he reaches out that. and the broomstick. Yes, yes, yes. Never seen or heard from again. Exactly! But no that way. was a... It was a gem. Nowhere. At the end, it was yep. perfect. You Nowhere. have these Nowhere. future younglings, uh-huh. you know, that are that are not capitalized on because they guess got to get into it so they can pack seats, put asses in seats. Yep. And then the thing is, is yeah. like, you know, they switch directors midway through. Or whatever, they switch know. directors a lot when people are not getting their way. And it's just it's pretty that. bad. And a yeah. lot of it has to do with whoever, whoever's at the head, like Kathleen Kennedy, fucked up a lot. She's made a lot of poor decisions. You know, as far as like you know, moving, pushing, pushing agendas right. in the movies as opposed to just making the movies fun and what they should be about. You know, you don't wrap, you know, take modern, modern political agendas, modern issues or whatever, and shove them in the face of a movie where it's really doesn't really fit. No, you know, like, I mean, Trek was always political. Trek was always. You know, like pushing the the boundaries of what's acceptable. And yeah, there was like you know, as you get the Cold War shit, USSR, whatever is going on. you know, Federation with America, yada yada yada. But I mean, the way Roddenberry wrote it was more like a kind of a you know, wagon train to the stars. It's kind of fun and different. Mm-hmm. You know, the new ones aren't being written that way. They're written well. This is hot in politics right now, and this is hot in the the show, social media. So we'll do an episode on that. You know, we'll make <laughs> we'll make this character gay. <laughs> We'll make yeah. this character non-binary. You know, let's do that. And it, it's like, does it fit? No. Well, who cares? We have to. We should do that. We have to have you know, blah blah blah. It's like, no, you don't. You like, you know, those people can exist. It's fine. The, nobody has any problem with them being existing. But there's no point in taking a classic character and twisting them to force them into this mold they don't fit in. Right. You know, and the storylines reflect that. You know, so you wind up watching the show and you're like, why is this character making that decision? They were never like this in the series. Why do they have that opinion? Right. You know, where, what the fuck happened to this guy? He used to be like this, and now he's like that. That makes him, what, what changed him? Well, we don't have to describe, we don't have to explain why he changed. Yeah. He just is. Accept it. If you don't accept it, you're a freaking bigot. You know, like, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, you know. Well, it's like I criticize keeping up with this. So you're yeah. right, but you, the classic ones, it seems to me like the, the stories that seem to last the longest and seem to have the most pull are more basic yep. in there. You know, it is, yeah. it's black and white, it's good and evil. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it. Everyone wants to. I say everyone, but yeah, like, yeah. Everyone wants to be that revolutionary, fighting for what they believe yep. is right, but yet just as popular. Oh yeah. 
is Vader and the stormtroopers, <laughs> you know, the guys who can't hit a barn, you know, the well, side of a barn where they're blessed. But people like they do their cars, they dress up like that, you know, yeah. because it's it's well, just fun and it's done. It's not embroiled in all this other bullshit. And the Vader thing reminds me of this. So there was a comic book that came out um, with Star Wars shit, and it was like uh, the whole comic. It was, it was a, it was a series called Vader. Right, basically, that came out, and okay. uh, one of the things was was from the perspective of um, this nurse who worked for a doctor. That when Vader would come back from battle, the doctor was responsible for helping repair him mm-hmm. and fix him, like you know. And she was psychotic. She had this image in her head that she just had to show to to let Vader know that she loved him and he wasn't alone, and she could change him, and she could she could you know he needed her or whatever. So she mm-hmm. would collect pieces of his flesh oh and my pieces God. of the cybernetic parts that were cast off, huh. and she had a collection in her room of him, and she was obsessed with him. And then when she finally went to meet him, and she like she broke into his chamber where he's meditating, she's like. I can see you. You don't have to put your mask on. You know it's fine. I, you know, you can be you and me. We can be together, or whatever. And then he just that he looks at her, and you know he's got his mask off. You see, like you know the old destroyed Uncle Fester. Face, right, right, you know? right. And uh, he just ignites his lightsaber and he goes right through her. And, and then he calls. He says, you know, you know, doctor, please come collect your waste. Come on clean the, this up. Yeah, come clean up this waste. It's on yeah. the floor of my meditation chamber. You know, and somebody people are writing in saying that's crap. You know, she was just trying to love him. He, she was trying to show him love, whatever. She, do you forget what a villain is? Do you know do you, do you who not, this guy besides which is? Point, that yeah. was, besides which point, that was really toxic. She was like, yeah. she was psychotic. Right. You don't need to champion. <laughs> you, don't, you don't champion someone like that. Right. And like, the funny thing was, is people were, there was like an uproar about it. It's like, do you forget what a villain is? Mm-hmm. He's a villain. He doesn't need love. He doesn't give a shit. He Love is she, the opposite of his religion. Yeah, he if doesn't you will. like anything. Yeah. So Mm-mm. to and then to, like they came at the writer about that, and the writer's like, "I wrote Vader how he was. Thank you. Yeah, he's a fucking villain. Yeah. So and then the modern days, they try to say, "Oh, not all, you know, not all the villains are really bad. We can save them." There was that <laughs> infamous idiot, this quote unquote super fan. Yeah. For the the Rings of Power that came out, and the kids talking, and he wasn't. They're not fucking fans of Lord of the Rings at all. They didn't probably didn't know what the hell they were talking about. He's like, you know, if Sauron's, if they, the, the actor they have for Sauron, like if he's hot, you know, I could save him. You know, it's like, that's, <laughs> what are you talking about? But there you go. Yeah. That's that's the uh, the shallowness of, of a lot of the yeah. shit that you see now. If he's yeah. hot. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. If he's not, though, I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I say that? Sorry. All right, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, good. I was like, I don't really give a fuck, you know, no, like. Yeah. You know, he can do his own thing. He can burn in hell. You know, we're gonna, you know, we'll we'll chop him off at the knees. You know, yeah, and yeah. steal. The th- but if he's hot, I can save him. I oh yeah, that's better, that's different. Know? That's different. I, and it's like you're not supposed to save him. There are, right. There's this <laughs> there's this thing lately that's been really oh popular God, for the man. last like 15 years. That not everybody that you have to try to understand everybody, mm-hmm. and that nobody's really evil they're just evil because they've been made that way by society and that's not true no you know as well as i do being in some of the yeah. parts of the, the world you've been in there are some truly evil motherfuckers yeah out some there. people are just built that way some people are fucking yep. evil there are people that have there there's parts of the world where you will see them you know humans do really despicable horrible monstrous oh, yeah. shit to other human beings for no other reason than they just don't like them and they don't or they just even it doesn't even have to be um, that's like a not even not like it's like yeah. I just don't have to agree with you. Mm-hmm. You don't agree with me. Well, me and my friends we're gonna come freaking burn Chop your fucking you house down. That's yeah. right. 
and they yeah. do that. Yeah, they do. And, these, and then it's a very first world thing to sit there and go, we need to try to understand everybody. We need to let everybody in. We don't. We need to accept everybody. It's like no, you don't, because realistically, yeah. some of these people are like bears. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of these bleeding heart freaking people out in the on the. Uh, West Coast that are like you know save the bears bears are our friends and they're not fucking Winnie the Pooh the bear a bear right. will come and eat you and your kid they have a right to exist yes they're a, a they're vital part of but they are not killers. going to yeah but they are not going to snuggle yeah. up next to you on no, the couch no they will kill you know there's yeah. a video out there of a of a bear that attacks another bear uh, attacks a female bear and this male bear like because it's what bears do yeah. they they it, it attacked and killed one of the bear's cubs. And the female bear drove him off, and then she turns around and ate her cub. Yeah, because bears are animals; they're not your friend. They're not. Right. They're not going to befriend you. They're not going to snuggle up to you. You can't keep <clears throat> them as pets. They are wild fucking animals. Yeah. And it's the same thing with a lot of these these people that are just like you know, you know, we can save you know everybody. No, you can't. Some people no. aren't worth saving. Realistically, no. you know, some people are just monstrous assholes, and yeah. that's the way these villains are meant to be. Vader represents a monstrous asshole. Yeah. He so, has to exist in that universe yeah, yeah, for yeah. everything else to exist. Yes, exactly. So to, to, you know, to like, be upset that he yeah. killed a psycho girl who was yeah. obsessed with him, to be upset about that makes no <laughs> logical right. sense. And it's that leap mentally to try to like say, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you know, he was wrong, not her. Like, no. <laughs> it's it's that that disconnect from reality is part of what fuels a lot of the issues. You know, like with, with Twitter polls and shit like that. Where, not Twitter polls, but like this whole like you know the, the the reviewing thing, right? Like, yeah, saying you know movies are being review bombed. It's like no, they're really not. Sometimes they're just shitty movies. Yeah. And what what happens now is with Hollywood, they've um, they've kind of latched onto that, so they can make. You have these people like Kathleen Kennedy that are greenlighting movies that shouldn't be made the way they're being made. They're not being written properly, and instead of acknowledging that that they made a mistake, they go, okay, well. We'll just say the, that the movie didn't do good because the, it got review bombed by this group of people or that group of people. So the movie did bad because you didn't go see it. The movie did bad because you know you didn't go see it, and the reason you didn't go see it is because these people said it was bad. It's like no, it's not why. Sometimes shit's just bad, badly written. Yeah, and sometimes like <laughs> it's the exact opposite. It doesn't do well, you know, initially, but mm-hmm. then it becomes the biggest freaking thing mm-hmm. that's ever existed. Because yeah, it was look, done right. Yeah, look at Blade Runner. Yeah. I think the time of the critic, and I had this conversation with my wife the other day, I think the time of the critic, the quote-unquote movie critic, is pretty much done. Yeah. Because because of the internet, we can all like look at different trailers for the movies and watch the movies over and over again. We yeah. can listen to other people talk, like, or talk about the movie or whatever. Like, the idea that there's some fat ass sitting in a room somewhere that knows better than I do what I think is a good movie is insulting and stupid to me. Yeah. You know, Siskel and Ebert weren't right about a lot of the movies they reviewed. They were like, this movie's garbage. It'll never do good. It's horribly written. This guy's not going to go anywhere as an actor. And then the movie turns out to be really freaking good. Yeah. And the actor winds up being the biggest actor on the planet. <laughs> right. Because they're just people. They make mistakes. They have their own opinions about shit based on their upbringing and what they thought was good. And I don't care if they studied at film school. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they study. You know, they're wrong. Sometimes they yeah. can be wrong, and the thing, same thing is true with critics. You know, like um, Joe Rogan is a good good uh, thing he says about that. Like, you know, a lot of people say think you need to go to comedy, basically acting school, comedy mm-hmm. school, like to to learn to be a comedian. It's like 
the people teaching those classes, if they were really good comedians, they wouldn't be teaching those fucking classes. Yeah, they would be on stage. They'd be really good comedians. Yes. <laughs> so the people you wind up either teaching those classes generally are shitty. Right. You know, and it's it's a racket. It's a way to make money. You mm-hmm. know, and so a lot of those, you know, these people that go on to make these movies, they've figured out a way to sell their idea to people that are too naive or dumb enough not to recognize that it's a bad idea to make the movie in that way, to go with this script, which is not good, or to make changes to the script that make no sense because the, the people that are telling them to make the changes are charismatic enough to push that agenda and to get it pushed through. Well, they're business people. They're going to... Yep. They're going to go off of what they're being told is the new thing, the latest thing, the thing that's going to be uh, keep them in uh, in Bentleys for the next hundred years. Mm-hmm. You know, that's oh yeah, that's you know, that's really a kind of hit, I guess. And it's shitty because now yeah. we've we've reached a point where our generation has grown up, and most of us can see that shit, mm-hmm. and most of the younger generations can see that shit too. It's like the you know, with the advent of the internet and social media. And, Everything that's going on, you know, a lot of people have, like, like with CNN. CNN used to be, like, the news source to go to because no bullshit. Right. And it's gradually become just as bad as all the other ones out there where they have their own viewpoint. They're left-leaning, right-leaning, you know, and, um, like, they'll run certain stories but not others. Or they'll flat-out lie about shit. And then they're surprised, you know, when people call them out on it or whatever. And... What's why what you wind up now is like people are tuning out to CNN. The you know, MSNBC was going to start a whole network you had to pay for, you know, or a whole app or whatever, you know, right. and they had all stuff planned for it and they canceled it at the last minute because, I mean, realistically, a lot of people in these younger gen- younger generations aren't going to CNN or Fox for their news. They're going to Substack. They're looking at these independent news stor- sources, you know, whether it be entertainment writers, mm-hmm. you know, movie reviewers, whatever, that aren't beholden to, you know, big corporations that. You know, donate the money or put the put the ad revenue forward to run the show. So, you know, right. if you have a show on CNN and they're all the ads are done by you know like uh, uh, a pharmaceutical company, and then a story comes out about that pharmaceutical company that's negative, they're not going to run that story because they don't want to fuck up their advertising because that's where they make their money, and that becomes a problem. You and, know, and their image is their image. That's where their fan base is at. Uh huh. Case in point, the the um, the Revelation that nobody at Fox News apparently believed anything about <laughs> yeah, the Trump, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah. the his denial that it was stolen from him. And the text messages that are coming back, they're like, "This is ridiculous." He's an idiot. But you know, it didn't make it. That's not where Fox. Uh, that's not where their fan base was. That's not where they their company image yeah, was as a company. Losing, yeah, losing viewers. They exactly so that you know even that one chick who I can't remember what her name was, but she was. Uh, it was at Hannity or somebody said uh, was like we need to fire this because she was fact checking yep. something he said yep. and she had no idea all these things are flying around about getting her she fired was just doing what until she was this to do with the reporter. Yeah. until this stuff broke and, and she's probably looking at these people like what you you yeah, said you liked me yeah and like years well later, and a lot of them two years later you, I find this out because I think a lot of them aren't yeah they're not reporters anymore they're yeah. um. They're basically paid shills and for their company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're put out there to push the company line. You yeah, know, the, the Don Lemons and stuff out there. They're not gonna fact check their shit. They're not gonna look and stuff and say, "Hey, this isn't right. I can't say this." They're not gonna say right. that because they can. They'll be out. They'll be yeah, fired. They don't else. want that. They'll exactly. be fired. Somebody else will be put in their place. Yeah. it's not like the old days where like reporters were non biased and simply told you what happened. 
nowadays they put their own spin on it because this that, and the other you know so it's it's their identity and anything against that yeah is against they are. is it, against you know, it yeah uh, yeah so it's, it's really not as weird. a person but as a company and they they want to tout that company line because that's how they make their money yeah, exactly and it's and the yeah. thing is like it affects everybody when that happens you know yeah. like you wind up with you know weird agendas being pushed and odd you know choices being mm-hmm. made throughout the industry so you wind up this, with this weird intermingling where like you know they're reporting that oh this movie did bad because it got you know a review bombed mm-hmm. you know and they're reporting it as if it's fact and it's like well no it's not they didn't get the movie didn't do badly because it was quote unquote review bomb. It's just people reviewed it shitty because it was a shitty movie. <laughs> right, right. You know, and that's unfortunately been happening for a while, and now it's starting to catch up with them. So you're getting these series that are coming out, these movies that are coming out that have no reason being made. Yeah. No, the reason they're getting greenlit is because the people have been eating, they've been basically feeding on their own bullshit so long that they think it's true, and they think they know better than the fans, and they're not making it for the fans anymore. They're making it for their political base or they're yeah. making it because you know they think that's the topic that needs to be spoken about and it's mm-hmm. like you're not making a good movie then you're making you know a weird message you know you're basically making it like a two hour long advertisement for what your political message is or your agenda is your social agenda whether it be right. woke or whatever and the the viewers are tuning out mm-hmm. they're tuning out big time you know it's it's ridiculous how quickly we are you know a lot of us are just like well I'll just go watch shit that I watched in the 80s yeah. You know, and then you get movies, though, like, that come along every now and then, like that last Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 3 that came out. That was really good with the kids, Egon Spangler's, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's really good. Yeah. Egon's grand, grandkids or whatever, and, like... Now I gotta see that, because I didn't know it was it's good. It's really good. I'm I kind of, I'm, I'm hesitant to see those. <laughs> that, one, that one's a nostalgia trip. Right. They, they do really, really good. They really honor the first two movies. They ignore the, cool. the all-women one that came out. Um, well, it doesn't has nothing to do with their. No, that, was, that, movie, that movie was garbage. Yeah, you know, the ex, the comedians in it were are really funny comedians in their own right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but just like that movie was a bad idea. Yeah, and um, that was another one of those movies. Where a, they were like, if you if you don't like it, it's because you're a, <laughs> you're a male chauvinist pig. Bigot. Case in point. Yeah, you know, right. and it's exactly. Like, no, we didn't like it because it wasn't Ghostbusters. Yeah, it really really wasn't Ghostbusters. No, um, but this movie, like the end of it. The stuff they do with Harold Ramis, because mm-hmm. he's passed away, the, the the references to Egon or whatever, man, it hits you like right there. And then the movie, I start tearing up every time. I'm like, God damn you guys. You, know, you, <laughs> you, you got me. You got me hardcore. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. You know? And it's like they had waited, you know, Aykroyd and, and Murray and them had waited until um, they had a script that was worth doing. You know, and I respect them for that. It's not like Rambo 20, it's, you yeah. know, where he's like he's like a farmer in, Den- in Denver or some shit. You know, he dies in a horror. It's like, Rambo needed to stop after three, you know. I agree. Yeah. And he's kind of kept going. For those of you, by the way, that want to see a really typical hardcore 80s, go watch First Blood, Rambo First Blood. Yeah. He's not in some foreign country. He's not fighting. He's not fighting against, you know, like some in some random, you know, Asian jungle. He's, he's, it's a small town sheriff hunting him in the woods. Yeah. You know, like it's really, it has a lot to do with the Vietnam War. Yeah. And, you know, like it's a guy who's suffering PTSD. Yes. It's a guy who comes back, you know, uh-huh. and he doesn't, uh, he, exactly. He, he's used to, or his, I, I guess, like the beginning of his adulthood, he was yeah. in the army and he's yep. in the special forces and he's fighting in Vietnam and he's, and he's got those demons. Yeah. Everyone he knows is dead. 
at this point. Yeah, he's su- he's he doesn't know who he is. He's suffering his identity. He's just traveling the country he, in the backpack. And some <laughs> asshole yeah. just pushes him a little bit too far. Yeah, he was just walking. Won't leave him yeah, alone. Yeah, yep. won't leave him yep, alone yep. again. You know. And guess what? Uh, they <laughs> pay the price. <laughs> they they, pay, they paid the price. He's like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah, yeah. This I can do. This I is can't familiar. hold a job at a car wash. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I can do this. This is familiar to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want to do this? We can do this. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you watch it and like, oh, it's it's uh, it's it's. I just recommend like a lot of people need to go back and watch some of the original movies. These yeah. modern movies are based on. I'm not saying go watch. God help me, the Marvel Thor Hulk thing that came out yeah. in the '80s that was really bad, where Thor's hammer was the size like of a regular hammer you nails yeah. nails into the wall with. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so bad. And it was a made-for-TV movie. Whatever. Bill Bixby was a great guy, but um, you know, Lou Ferrigno. God love for Lou Ferrigno. Uh, but like, just you know, the. You go back and you watch like the original Star Wars trilogy, and then then watch one of the modern ones and see the differences in, in story writing, right? You know, and what the story, what they were trying to say. Where the first three were a hero allegory for you know the classic hero tale that's been going on since freaking Tale of Gilgamesh and mm-hmm. like it's you know <laughs> thousands of years back or whatever, you know, and uh, like the modern ones really aren't about the hero's journey anymore. They take your hero, they tear him down, yeah, they make him a, a hermit. And instead, you have this golden child, you know, who can, who's the best at everything, without any training whatsoever, and can do everything and wins the day just because that's they're supposed to, because they're the golden child and they're good at everything. And so, that's not right. <laughs> it's not good writing. It's not. So, like, um, we were talking about uh, briefly, mm-hmm. Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, it's not that I don't have I have anything against. The character Jane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was not how, in my mind, how getting the power of Thor worked. He had it <laughs> the whole time. Not when he picked up the hammer. Yeah. Yes, Odin took it away, which was the premise of like the first one, you oh, know. Yeah. And he had to earn his way back. But yeah. it's not something that just because he puts the hammer down, he's not Thor. Yeah. So like, and he also just doesn't all of a sudden know how to use Mjolnir, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. how to, you know, so like I... Yeah, that storyline with Jane, um, in the comics it was interesting, you know, it was it was written pretty well. There wasn't a build-up of the character to me, it was just yeah. all of a sudden, she is not just has the power of it, but she's also dying, Which I thought you was, know, all that stuff's yeah. going on. Which happened but, in the comics too, you yeah. know, like, you know, in the comics it was really well done. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> one thing I thought was interesting, and this is, so they talk a lot of bullshit. A lot of people say, you know, well, whatever, you know, men, you know, men and women, blah blah blah. But there's this whole thing with like, you know, the guy that plays Thor has to work his ass off, work out constantly, and train to get this oh perfect gosh. body, yeah, to play Thor. Natalie Portman just they CGI'd her muscles on. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Well, it only makes sense, but yes. Like, yeah. I know I mean, she wasn't bulking. Well, up. but the other women yeah. in, the, in the show have muscles, and they're not yeah. CGI'd. Yeah. You know, they worked out. You know, it's, it's, you know, basically, but they just blew that off. They're like, well, she can't possibly look like that. It's like, well, then why do you expect the men to look like that? Yeah. You know, these are young, you know, these young men are growing up like saying, oh, well, this is, this is the ideal male form. It just, it's practically unattainable by most men because you have to work a nine to five job. <laughs> right. You can't yeah. eat chicken and tuna and work <laughs> out seven hours a day. You don't have a personal it's trainer. It's not your job. You don't have the steroids yeah. that they take. Yeah. You don't have the drugs they oh, take. Oh, did you say steroids? Yeah, oh my God. That's a secret. Yeah. So like, it's, 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 it's <laughs> interesting, you know, like, 
you know, so these young men, like, you know, are growing up to see, like, oh, my God, I have to look just like Thor. It's like you're not going to physically – most men can't look like that. Yeah. You know, but that's okay that, that this, this this male physique form is put out there as, as what men are supposed to look like. But, you know, with women, it's the same thing. Like, women, um, you know, they're saying, oh, women shouldn't have to look like fashion models. You know, but, you know, da, da, da. It's, it's something weird like that where basically, like, it's okay for the men, like, whatever. Yeah. But women, you know, they get a pass. It's just very what? strange. I thought that was shitty. I'm like, just, it is happen. shitty because, you know. like, uh, Wonder Woman, uh-huh. you know, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so she didn't look I – mean, I know she was working out. They were showing it. But, like, the other women that were on the island were, like – yeah. Either like UFC fighters, yeah. all these other like, <laughs> all these other women who like train their ass off and they looked the part. Yeah, you know like it's just. It's just I mean, she was gorgeous. I'm not she's saying military too. So yeah, she, I mean, but the thing well, is, well, everyone it. in, it's it, there. It's uh, what do you call it? Um, Israeli military. Everyone, yeah, everyone has to serve uh, a year or two years in the Israeli military. Same thing with Schwarzenegger growing up. Schwarz, Schwarzenegger was the same way. In the Austria, yeah. yeah. It's know. uh, what do you? It's. I forget the, the name, but it's compulsory uh, service. Something, something like of that, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Compulsory service, something like that. Yeah. That's what they say. North Korea has like the one of the largest standing armies because almost every person, every living member of the North Korea people have had some military training. Every single one. That makes which that is kind of makes sense with that culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is very weird. You know, his, you know, they showed his daughter recently. His daughter came. Yeah, out. I did I see like, that. Oh, you know, it's kind of different. You know. You forget that he has a family. But, uh, you do. <laughs> I remember when, when Trump called him a little rocket man. I was like, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. after he was trying to get on his good side, uh, too. So, yeah. yeah, well, that's yeah. that's Trump for you. He should have, like, taken a, a page out of uh, Rodman's book on that one. You know? <laughs> yeah. Go over there, let him win a few times at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they said, you know. like, one of the things they said recently about Kim Jong-il is he went out, he went, he went to play golf for the very first time. And he played eighteen. And he shot eighteen. You know that's because they, and it's it's funny, but at the same what? time it's not funny. Like they yeah. really do deitize, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those leaders, uh, Kim Jong Il, oh, his yeah. father, oh, Kim yeah. Jong Un, him. So and it's the average, uh, and the average people don't realize it's not no, true. They really don't. Yeah. Because they, they, they truly do. And you're like, oh, well, this is the information age. No, no. Don't we don't that. realize because we don't have that type of restriction, uh, you know. But yeah. it is real. You cannot get onto website. They do not even have the internet in certain places, and they no. do. They very much control that, and it's not that hard. Oh, okay, at all. When you are the owner of all of the information that is coming in, then you control, you know, what the information is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's that's prolific um, worldwide. I mean, you think that the. Uh, the war in Ukraine is portrayed the same way in Russia as it is not. to yeah. the rest of the world. Oh no, absolutely not. Well, the problem with Russia too is like, like if they even if they know about it, they don't. They can't really act on it because the no. way the way that country is run, you know. Yeah, with an and, iron and, fist. But you know, again, yeah. that goes back to like the way it is. You know, like Canada just passed some law recently. Was it passed some law recently? Where it's like like the like they don't have any. They don't really have freedom of the press there anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think you can like, you can get like denied access to something now because you tweeted something that the, mm. that the regime that that's the canadian like. government doesn't agree with or something <laughs> i think that's what i hear with some along the, i might be getting completely wrong but something like along those lines it's funny because like for a long time people were like trudeau trudeau is such a nice guy oh my god blah, blah, blah. and then like you realize oh my god he's kind of becoming a dictator <laughs> in a in a really weird way i mean not straight up but 
some of the laws they've been passing, like you know, like in regards to like rights for people, are really bad. It's always been that way in Canada, though. People forget, like Canadian, like there's been a couple times where the Canadian newspapers and press have gone to run something, and the government's like, "No, you're not." Yeah, it's not always. You can't do that, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." I guess we won't run that story. It's like, oh shit, you know. But yeah, I know it's it's a it's a double edged sword because they're you know like we see uh, with Twitter and all that. Like you look at uh, anything that comes out. Okay, so the one of the and this is really sad uh, because it affected us uh, directly. Like two of the uh, victims of the um, of the last shooting that happened here at one of the college campuses. I don't know if uh, I should even uh, bring it up. They were from this uh, from this area. They went to high school right down the road from where we're at. Yeah. But the amount of mis and disinformation that was coming out over Twitter, Twitter immediately after that shooting yeah. was appalling. Oh yeah. Because yeah. there's always some troll yep. waiting to say something he knows nothing about. So it's a double-edged yep. sword. Like there's freedom of speech, and then there's giving somebody. A freaking uh, a platform who has mean, yeah. no business having a platform, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. and, and at the end too, that it winds up becoming the, the responsibility of the average person to yeah. know better. But they—that's they the don't. shitty thing—is they don't. Yeah. That's the and that's, really shitty. And that's that's the thing too. Yeah. With like this, you know, a lot of the movements, you know, like these anti-trans movements, anti—you know, gay movements, anti-movement, whatever. Like, you know, there'll be people out there that will make a huge stink about this that, yeah. and the other and it's really not true or it's like yeah. it's one case out of the yeah you know 400 million american citizens out yeah. there one case this happened yeah. this trans person did this and you're like no they're not all evil yeah but you there know? are assholes everywhere are, yeah exactly there's and here's everywhere yeah here's the news for everybody listening they don't care about you so you shouldn't be shitting on them yeah they, yeah basically. you know like fucking yeah. you're you can make their life difficult by you know by being a bigot and stuff like that but you know what it is not going to affect your life one way or the other nope. if you just leave them the fuck alone yeah that's the thing with a lot of yeah. people too a lot of people um i think i think a lesson for a lot of people is they yeah. just need to learn to shut the fuck up yeah mind your business relax enjoy your life the way it is i mean what do you really give a shit yeah. if two people like each other or a person doesn't feel like they belong in their own skin and they, that's their burden or their beauty to to deal with it's not yours exactly i mean the only time that (laughs) i mean the only the only issue i run up with 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 where where it comes to like is with like uh the men the men that have gone and like they're uh uh basically like taking over women's sports to things like you know that's just weird though i don't i don't know the answer to that i i don't either it's it's but it's a very few cases it's actually true but if you have an if you like that that poor girl in volleyball who wanted getting a concussion because the dude you know uh, there was a, a a man who said he was a woman or whatever. He's playing in that league or whatever, and he hit the ball so hard he hit her in the head and almost killed her. And then you've got these men, these these murderers, these convicted murderers who are liars. Yeah, this is what they do: they lie and they cheat and they kill and they murder. Who in the courtroom suddenly are discovering that they're a woman, not a man. So they're going to women's prisons and they're having sex with women. Yeah, they're trying to. Yeah, yeah. And that's like it's a problem because then there's, it's a slippery slope. But yeah, the whole situation, all the whole thing is so weird. There's so many weirdos out there that are just like. There'll always be somebody that will game the system, right? That will try to push their own agenda, and you just got to realize it's not all negative like that. You no. can go down Twitter, you can be on social media, you can you can like uh, you know you can go down these rabbit holes where you just, there's so much negativity. You know, you just like you get offended. You're like, oh, then you read something yeah. else. You're like, oh my god, and then you're so offended. But then you get to step back and realize, like, hey, you know, like that's really not it's really not that bad out there, folks. And- <laughs> 
you're always going to you see know. the negative stuff if you're looking for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you are against it, then you're not going to look for the positive stuff. You're going to be like, hey, that right there, that's that's what I'm talking about yeah. right there. There's yeah. the story I was yeah. looking at. Let me tell everybody about yeah, this. Yeah, it's really not that. This is building my opinion. And that's <laughs> the thing when it comes down to the movies and TV shows and shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can be offended by them. You can, be, you can think they're shitty or whatever, but, like, that's to be your opinion on it. And that's the thing about, you know, like I like about this podcast is I can voice my opinion on shit, but that's just my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, you don't have to agree with it. No. You can just <laughs> acknowledge not. it. Hey, this is how Steve Booth feels about, like, you know, <laughs> this is what he thinks about this. You know, DFAM thinks this. Okay, that's cool. That's his opinion. I have a different opinion. Okay, but it's interesting to hear what he has to say about it, and that's it. You don't have to go out there and, and like, start protesting, you know, or, or, or going to the forums and jumping. You know, I'm glad yeah. when people talk to me about shit and have different opinions because realistically if, if you know i'm glad people like picard i'm glad people like the new star trek movies that came out i'm glad people like the new star wars movies that came out because I mean, having people with different opinions on shit is cool mm-hmm. it's fun and it's different if everybody all thought the same it would suck yeah it'd be very very boring it'd be very boring yeah. you know because then i couldn't make fun of people for having shitty opinions <laughs> but uh well that's one thing it's just the it's just the extreme aspect of life and and that's what mm-hmm. you hear that's what you see on the on the news uh, is those that take it to the to the extreme, but when you really look at it, like that's such a small part of the, it's a such a small part of the population, such a small yeah. part of like I hope you know like <laughs> yeah. opinions. Yeah. But then when you see, uh, then it gets sensationalized because yeah, the news, it, different it news like, organizations yeah. going back to the news, different news organizations yeah. and such that are like they push this agenda, they run these stories, they'll run three or four stories in a row about this happened and this happened, this happened. Oh my God, it's, mm-hmm. it's a pen, it's a, it's you know, it's a. Uh, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. It's really not a big problem. They're, yeah. just, they're just saying that because they want they want more viewers. They want exactly. More clicks, you know, and it really divides a lot of people. So yeah, I guess I guess we was wrapping up. I guess we could just say like you know like go see these movies if you want to. Don't let people's opinions on them, you know, sway you. Sway you, but don't also don't go see a movie because you feel like you have to to support <laughs> a certain agenda, or don't go see a movie because you feel guilty. <laughs> Because if you don't, you're a bad person. Like That's it's right. not true. You can. It's okay not to like shit. Go post a negative review on Rotten Tomatoes if you don't like something. It's okay. You're not. You know. You don't have to worry about being accused of uh, of you know review bombing something. If you don't like something, it's okay not to like it. You don't have to lie to yourself and lie to everybody else around you. You know, just to make you, to virtue signal that you're a good person. If if you're a good person, people are going to know you're a good person. It doesn't really matter what, what the people on the internet think. You know, focus on your family and your friends and the people around you that like you. Don't worry about, you know, Jim Johnson out in California sitting in his chair, you know, <laughs> looking at your tweet and going, oh, he's an asshole. Who cares what he says? <laughs> Block him and move on. Go look at more butts. So, uh, Jim anyway. Johnson, we weren't picking on you. I was. Screw you, Jim. <laughs> Backwoods retard. Um, anyway, I hope you guys have a great time. Next time we come back, we might actually talk about UFOs. If they don't turn out to all be just balloons by some asshole in Wisconsin. <laughs> I want to see the octagon. I want to see the wreckage. Let's see I it. know <laughs> it was some. It was a. It was a children's birthday party thing. So. Anyway, I'll check. I'll catch you guys next time. Peace. That's fun. Are we?
always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it. And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing. Never give up, never slow till I finally prove it. Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving. Keep my head up when I act, head up, that's a fact. Never looking back, I'ma keep myself on track. Keep my head up, staying strong, always moving on. Feel I don't belong, tell my boss to move along. Push myself to be the best, die with no regrets. Live with every breath, see my message start to spread And I had so many dreams, when you hit your teens I think really what it seems, try to find out what it means Always do it on my own, so I gotta get through it And the only thing I know is to love what I'm doing Never give up, never slow, till I finally prove it Never listen to the no's, I just wanna keep moving Yeah, I put out all the heart, it's my only medicine, yeah I do, I'm just being genuine, yeah, I'm sick of being screwed, feel my own adrenaline, yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in, yeah. Yeah, I do just what I do, and I hope you let me in, let me in. 